Hey, hey, Team Stevia, and welcome to episode 52 of The Stevia Show. A talk show podcast that covers pop culture, world news, local artistry, and everything in between. And I guess it's an off day here at Stevia Studios, <laughs> but, but this is Steven. And this is Lydia. And we hope everybody's having a good day. Um, I think one day I'm going to say I hope everybody's having a bad day, just to say that like... Wow, no. Well, but Why I always would you say hope it. that? I always say it. Just like whenever you call me up for saying, I always say like, we have a lot to talk we about We have today. a lot to yeah. talk about today. <laughs> Which I've actually stopped. And you <laughs> peaked. You lose. Okay. Um, well, with us Whatever. in the studio today, we have um, executive producer <laughs> slash Pokemon master. Uh, Joe Taggart. So how's it going, Joe? It's going pretty good. How about you? Going great. You've got a good radio voice, man. He does have a good voice. So I'm excited to have Joe on because we are talking about Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. Yes. Pokemon Gun and Pokemon Grenade. So um, Yikes. Yikes. That escalated quickly, Steven. uh, I feel like this is something that we've been excited for since it got announced so we're going to be talking all things pokemon and joe is our residential pokemon master which we're going to get into soon um but while i'm still thumbing for the meme of the week um what is your media review have you seen a movie yes i went and saw maleficent the day i came back from disney and hathaway's in that movie no, Scarlett oh. Johansson. No, oh. oh, who is it? Oh my God, you're a monster! It's Angelina Jolie. Oh, okay. Well, I got the A name right. No, don't even know. Awkward. Yeah, awkward. Oh my gosh, Maleficent is the second one. I am the worst. Guest you are the worst. You are the worst guest on the TV show. I'm I sorry, suck. everyone listening. I suck. Um, I gave it a. Th- I think I gave it like a. Yeah, you turn me down. Don't turn me down, Steven. Well, you peaked for the second time this episode, so I'm just trying to help you out. No. Okay, I want to be heard today. I want to be heard, Steven. Please don't slam on my $10 table. Please. Okay. <laughs> oh, you almost made me peek there. Yeah. Maleficent. Okay, hi. Maleficent. Eight out of ten. It was really good. I really liked it. It was equivalent to the first one. Prince Philip's a hottie, and Angelina Jolie is a babe. The end. I thought you were talking about Prince Philip, like the actual Prince Philip. I'm like, isn't he like a thousand years old? Oh, yeah, no. Oh, okay. I was like, wait. He wait, was wait. a hottie back in the day, though. Oh, was he? Oh, yeah. Oh, I think he's implicated in the Epstein thing. But too, he's now the way. 1, 1,000 years old. Oh, well. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, uh, so, oh, anyways. But, um, what was your numerical score? Or did you already say that? Eight out of ten. Oh, eight out of ten. Okay, not bad. And this is the second one, correct? Second one. So it's pretty okay. good for a second one. Gotcha. Um, so for the meme of the week, uh, this week, we have uh, Dalton is the current edgelord. Uh, and which he, how? Well, because he posted a really good one. He did the one where it says, uh, me and like his medicine oh, yeah. and whatnot. That was good. Uh, I'm not going to put him on blast for this because that's that's his own business. But it says like <laughs> me and then he's holding up anxiety and depression. Uh, and it says uh, on the bottom right, Ethan took this po- this photo and paid me to post it in the Discord. <laughs> so uh, I thought that was really good. And uh, so shout out to Dalton for being the Hi, Lord. But tomorrow, I, I already have one in the chamber. Okay. I'm, no, I'm, listen. Matt says that he, he said that everybody's going to be surprised. He said he's going to post an it's not going to be nobody's going to come any close not even close he said you can't even come close so i would be and worried see, that's Steven. Weird because well because he hasn't said anything in the Shipboy institute of meme research which is the uh secret sub cord yeah in the cord. not so secret not, now not so secret <laughs> yeah so uh but- i'm annoyed because i created the ship boys you, you did. And I'm not even in it. Yeah. It's but, the dumbest thing of but, my life. But you were going to threaten to kick me out. 
I and muted you for like a solid 30 no, minutes. No, you blocked me. I blocked you. Blocked you straight me. up blocked. I was in her Steven, office during that time. Steven was in Haley's office, I think. Or no, Haley, or was, Haley in was in office. Steven's office. Haley and has a cubicle Haley. even though she outranks me in the <laughs> Haley, office. Haley was texting me and going, please unblock Steven. He's having a mental breakdown. And I was like, no. I actually typed no. that. He deserves this. Yeah. He deserves... I could just see you, like, not knowing what to do with your hands. Like, oh my gosh, Lydia, she blocked me. What do I do? Well, I was panicking because I was like... Because you know... Well, you know me probably better than most anybody else, but the silent treatment works. So it if, works. if anybody's trying to upset me or make me feel awful about myself, that's how you do it. But I will say that it did not work to my favor because I still did not get the invite to the meme, well, the shitboy institute Well, it was funny meme-ery. because we were trying to set up this group chat between the three of us and you were like, Stephen, add me as a friend. I'm like you blocked me like, 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 like yeah yikes so basically the, the hatchet has been semi-buried um i said semi like the handle's still sticking out so that way it's if you want to like come like yeet it out and toss it yeah slurp it up i guess um but yes so okay i'm looking forward to matt's meme hopefully maybe by this time next week we'll say matt won or i won well i'm just saying nobody ever thinks that i'm gonna win but maybe i have some stuff in the chamber too this week do you maybe because it looks like you don't <laughs> yeah oh, you will be surprised <laughs> we'll tomorrow okay we'll see i'm surprised mm. joe hasn't won yet joe's got good meme game too uh, certainly better than myself apparently <laughs> <laughs> yeah joe what the heck man um joe posts memes throughout the week though so yeah, maybe he's really post, tired by friday I, I don't typically post a lot of oc yeah i usually post memes that i find if i do oc it's like once every like two or three weeks so well, that was weird because like the same thing happened with dalton like dalton was like oh i'm not going to post original <laughs> memes and then like literally the week <laughs> he, he did posts it one he won. Won. <laughs> it was and then same with blake westerby blake that, that did freaking the same SpongeBob thing meme that that was good that was it was okay it was, it was okay it was okay i rest my case um so we just have one short little um update in the political uh political uh realm so for um all puns intended better luck next time uh beto o'rourke is out of the presidential race bye so bye bye beto bye 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 beto or something like that like bye bye love bye oh, bye okay. happiness i see yeah. what you're doing um so i did ask on the stevia twitter and instagram who we as team stevia think is going to drop out next and i think they actually nailed it i voted for not the person who was ahead but i have since seen the error in my ways um so i put flash poll who will be the next person out of the democratic primary so i have put john delaney tulsi gabbard michael bennett or other uh reply below colton vines replied i don't know any of those people hashtag same <laughs> okay uh, except for tulsi uh, that is but, that is the point that we're trying to uh, make <laughs> right um and then uh so every, so 56 of the voters said michael bennett yes and he's the one who made it to one debate stage and i yes. voted for john delaney because i can't imagine he's still 10 million dollars in debt i look today uh, yeah he is still <laughs> 10 still million dollars in debt so that means he's plus plus two million because i think it was 12 when we started Oh, was it? So I think he's plus two well, while way, he started, but doesn't matter. Being, Poor guy. Being $1 million in debt sounds terrifying enough, but $10 million? I get stressed out when I have to use my credit card for gas. Yeah, that just <laughs> that makes me panic. Okay, uh, Joe's actually a career counselor. So Joe, if you're $10 million in debt running for president, you're probably not going to win, right? No. That's, that, you you <laughs> no. should take a different career. 
you should pick a different identity. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's bankrupt identity crisis. Looks like Michael Michael Scott. I declare <laughs> bankruptcy. <laughs> Except he's not dropping he, out of the race. Yeah, so he's not. we'll see. But we'll talk more about that next week because we are talking about something much more happier and much more nostalgic, and that is Pokemon. We're gonna, Gotta catch them. It's you in. Okay, I, I need to stop, but that was good. Thanks. So, you're welcome. So <laughs> wait. Steven, how about we have Joe introduce himself? Yeah, that's what we were doing. Joe, introduce yourself. <laughs> Tell us something about you. Uh, so Where are you I, from? Come on. I, I'm from Tulsa, this, and <laughs> I was born in St. Francis Hospital over here, the Same pink one. Here, up the top, pink, pink one. I was, I was born in the pink hospital, and ironically, I was born blue because my umbilical cord oh. was wrapped around my neck. Wow. Oh. No no um, brain damage, thankfully. Oh, good, okay, good, 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 good. I always say I was the blue baby in the pink hospital. <laughs> oh, okay. That's funny. Yeah, that could also be used for challenging gender roles, I guess, but except it's with an umbilical cord. So, oh, well, right. <laughs> glad, you're, glad you're okay, Joe. Uh, and I was also a pink hospital baby. Uh, what hospital what was the color of your hospital? I don't know. Probably oh. white. Probably, probably white. Casual. It's probably white. Yeah, <laughs> casual white. The hospital I was born in no longer is a hospital. What is it now? Like a Chuck E. Cheese? Or like I don't think it is in... They, they built a new hospital, <laughs> so it, this place is not used. I think it's in, oh, like, just like a... It's just a vacant building. Yeah. That's sad. In Orange, Texas. In orange. It, oh, Orange, Texas. Okay. I'll tell you, it should be a laser quest as all abandoned buildings should be. Oh, oh that, that would be, be amazing. Cool. I've always thought... Okay, uh, before we get... Really quick before we go back to Pokemon, I've always thought that like colleges and universities need to like have a night where they take their biggest building and make it a laser quest day mm-hmm. so people can like hide out oh, like hide sure. in the staircases i've thought so many times about my former workplace like how cool would it be to like like so fun like after hours at work have yeah. you know have like a have like a margarita or whatever and then play laser quest of all things mm-hmm. a margarita but well, okay that's just the first thing that came to mind that <laughs> have a margarita and play laser quest <laughs> we, we can make like a taco theme night you know? yeah. Well, yeah and back in march i think we were talking about what they should do with the old promenade mall and i was like laser quest 100 percent, 100 percent, or even paintball i mean they would just do we not have a place. laser quest we do no, we do but we oh. always use a second one exactly yeah. oh we need more we, okay we had, guys uh hard knocks for a while and that place was basically just not good at all. I think oh, it was overpriced yikes. too. It was overpriced. Mm-hmm. You could only buy games in packs of three, which means the minimum entry was twenty one dollars. And I'm like, I just want to play like a seven dollar game of laser. Quest. Right, exactly. And then I think <laughs> I just the, want to play one game and, and leave. I okay. think to make it even worse, I think Hard Knocks didn't they make their laser guns look like actual, actual weapons? Guns. Yes. So in case you're like the dude like driving like the like the lifted F Ford five fifty or whatever, and you need to shoot people with laser guns that look like AR fifteens, I think that was. <laughs> the point yeah oh. I, I don't know For, furthermore it was uh like all the maps that they had were just basically warehouses it wasn't even like a maze or anything like that it was just super boring my friends used to joke that it was like it's the hooters of laser quests that's kind of what i've the heard hooters of laser i mean all, all over the oh like, my God. Well, there's there's like there's women, women in tight skin clothing it's like right. this is kind of weird wow. children's parties are here yeah <laughs> That would be weird. Early age. Yeah, yeah early age. Okay. Uh, so, Joe, <laughs> so Joe is our residential Pokemon master. So how long have you started playing Pokemon? Did you do the trading card games, the anime, all of it? Let's hear it. What's your background? Well, um, I remember seeing the first advertisement for Pokemon on some movie I rented from a good old Blockbuster back in the day. Oh, Blockbuster. Real one. I know, right? Um, and it, they were just announcing it and it was like the cheesiest commercial it could be. I, m- I remember like the line of it was like a new phenomenon is about to take America by storm. And like, I was like, of course it is because I was eight at the time. <laughs> right. but looking back, I was like, that is the cheesiest thing that has 
also been 100% accurate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for real though. Yeah. So I remember, um, also I did a little bit of research. The, the anime actually released in America before the games did, uh, Mm, about only about 20 days. Oh, wow. It was September 8th of 1998. Oh. And the games came out September 28th of 1998. Okay. And I, I started playing, uh, blue version that oh, year for Christmas. That's, a, that's the version I started with. Mm-hmm. I started with yellow. And yellow. I had both. Oh, right. I, I had red and blue. I just decided to go with blue. I wanted to be, I like started with Squirtle and ultimately I became a Charizard boy. So. Uh, understandable. Understandable. Yeah. And, and then, and you've played every like main series game since then, correct? Um, At least one game in every generation. Yes. I haven't oh, played right. like black two, but I have played white two. Okay. Um, I've oh. played. Uh, black version, but not white version. But I've played at least one game in every series, most main series games overall, but not every single one. Gotcha. Right on. Cool. Cool. All right. So, uh, just for a little bit of a sword and shield overview, Lydia, when is that releasing? Release date eleven fifteen twenty nineteen. So, so Friday. next, yeah, for yeah, yeah Friday. A week from tomorrow. Yes, yeah. Friday. A week from tomorrow, and then Friday for people listening on Monday. So basically, I can't wait. I'm so pumped. Um, and this is going to be the first generation of a main series Pokemon game to not be on an exclusively portable system. This will be the eighth generation of Pokemon. <laughs> yes. yes. So I thought you were going to like explain what exclusively portable system means. Oh, so, okay. So Pokemon, as we all know, was on the Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, and then the Nintendo DS, and then 3DS, now, 3DS and then now it's on the Switch. Mm-hmm. So the Switch is portable. But not exclusively portable. It, that's true. Oh, because it can However, throw it up on the TV. Correct. They, I remember them doing a uh, press release that with Pokemon Let's Go that came out last year around this time, they were trying to focus on the game as a more console game. That's why they made all the motion controls so you could that catch Pokemon sense. like that. Okay. And with Sword and Shield, they although you can play it on the big screen if you want to, they are still trying to focus more on the handheld capabilities. Okay, perfect. So it's not going to be... I do kind of want to throw it up on the TV, though. That'd be kind of oh, cool. Oh, me too. 100%. Oh, same here. Yeah. Oh, and, oh, oh. And, and that's actually something that we're going to be talking about here in a second. Um, but I do want to point out that a lot of people... So I, I do need to ask, because this isn't one of the questions, but do you think Pokemon Let's Go was a, a trial run for doing, for doing Pokemon this style? Or... Um, not necessarily. I think it was a um, attempt to go back to the roots a little bit because a lot of people who have uh, been introduced to the series as of like X and Y and Sun and Moon, they hadn't got to play through the original games because mm-hmm. Game Boys are not easy to come by anymore. And Very true. You can get the, the digital consoles, but they wanted to update the graphics and give people a more modern look at what the games originally kind of were, as well as putting a more modern spin on it. I think that's what they were trying to go for with Let's Go. Uh, they have said in interviews that although there's no current plans to do a sequel to it, if the fans claim enough that they want that, they will go ahead and make a second one. Oh, cool! So with a with sequel the, to which one? Let's go. So would oh. it? So would it be like let's go? Like, like would it be set in Johto then? It or? probably would be set in Johto unless they're gonna like throw a 180 at us. I have no idea. Did but. you ever play Let's Go? No, I never did. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I was so stoked. Because you were going to do it, and then you I, never, I was, I, we but, never talked about it. Yeah, and I was excited about it, but then. Super easy to shiny hunt and let's go, by the way. Yeah, because yeah. Cause it's a lot of the, it's a lot of the, it's a lot of the Pokemon Go mechanics, which I, I love Pokemon Go, but I didn't want to pay $60 to 
play Pokemon Go whenever Sword and Shield's coming out. And then mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think you can transfer between the two, can you? Yeah, you can transfer uh, from Let's Go to Pokemon Home when it's released in January. And from oh. Ho- Pokemon Home, you can go to Sword and Shield as long as those Pokemon are available in Sword and Shield. Oh, shoot. Okay, because the one I would want that w- that is in Let's yep. Go is not in, which, we'll, again, we'll be talking about, <laughs> talking about later. Okay. All right, so what do you, what do you have next? Um, so for people who are totally new to Pokemon, what advice would you give them for starting out? Um, for your first time playing through a game, I would definitely say go at it at your own pace. Uh, don't focus so much on trying to build a competitive team as you might be told to do. Try to just go with, uh, finding Pokemon that you enjoy, that you like the look of, that you like the personalities of just based off of their appearance, because that's how you're really going to start falling in love with the game. It's, it's a, such a immersive world there's almost 900 creatures now that's um, incredible and it's is there gonna be 900 creatures in this game uh 400 400 confirmed. is the oh current firm date yeah so they are cutting back to less than half of the current available mons but uh i still have hope that so much fun though although they're not gonna move forward with uh large deck size numbers in the future i'm still holding out hope that if they remake uh diamond and pearl generation four that they will try to at least have the same number that was in those original games, which was, I think, 493. Yeah. That's crazy. Fun fact, a Pokemon Pearl is the last non-remake that I've played. So this is so, whenever I get Shield, this is going to be the first, like, brand new Pokemon adventure that I've embarked on since middle school. Really? So I'm, I'm very Oh my excited. gosh, how exciting for you. Uh, no, I didn't play... Uh, I, I didn't d- play Sun and Moon or X and Y. I didn't play XY, Sun, Moon. Um, I did play Soul Silver. I didn't do that one. And I, I did... And I, did play this year. I played uh, Omega Sapphire, and I I loved Omega. I Sapphire. didn't play that. It's really good. I just played. Uh, Let's go mm-hmm. was my like first one since probably middle school. Gotcha. Yeah, and it's not that I didn't like enjoy Pokemon. Still, I just I, I don't know. I guess I just didn't play it. I, it was mm-hmm. a weird thing. But well, and I didn't want to get it like 3ds. I feel like I oh, already yeah. had a Nintendo DS back in the day, oh, and so I didn't want to get a 3DS because mm-hmm. I was like, surely they're going to come out with something cooler, and then the yeah. Switch came out. So yeah. it was definitely a win-win for us. And see, the weird thing is, is I bought uh, a 2DS on Amazon for like, like seventy dollars. Yeah. And again, it came pre-installed with Ocarina of Time. Uh, it's beneath, that's, it, it, that's it's beneath a pretty that. Good buy, yeah. it's, it's beneath that thing. That's why I pointed up. Oh, there. okay. It up. Uh, the boxes. Uh, yeah, because the weird thing is, I had the original Nintendo DS, like the really ugly, like clamshell looking. Yeah, one. me so too. Yeah, same. Yeah, and I mean, it was a great system, but looking back on it, like the DS Lite, what? exactly, so was much way better. better. Do you like, guys remember with the yeah. Game Boy, um, the original Game Boy and the Game Boy Color having the light that you oh, would you put on it, it and it was like, and it didn't help. It was the worst. You had to like, yeah, like move it around a little bit, and you get the right spot. When they released, uh, not Game Boy Advance, because the the first Game Boy, yeah, yeah. the SP had the first backlit monitor. Yes, like oh, it was a game changer. Folded that. It changed everything. It was like having a cell phone that played exclusively Nintendo games. (laughs) Yes. Do you remember that they released like that? They did like movies on Game Boy Advance. You could buy, you could buy like Shrek for the Game Boy Advance. You could buy like episodes of TV shows. I think Pokemon was one of the selling points for that. Right. It was so weird because. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the mid two thousands for people who are listening who might not 
have lived through the mid 2000s it was a very strange time for personal technology because <laughs> it was like we were on the cusp of having everything we have now but they were still trying to figure it out they're still out. trying mm-hmm. to tr- so they were still trying do you have your pager with you yeah do you have your pager but then it your went from, palm pilot yeah and then you had like the nokia engage was like which the was blackberry like, remember right. the blackberry yeah. Yeah. And oh it was my like gosh the coolest thing in the world yes. but it was so weird because it didn't have all the capacities it that literally it, had like no space on right, it right basically before the iphone I, I will give apple credit here like that's what really revolutionized like yeah. personal electronics to the extent where we're at today. So we've been through a lot. We have. And it's, it's weird thinking about it. Like I, I know I actually looked at our demographics the other day that most people who listen are millennials, which makes sense. Yeah. Um, but people who are younger than us, like, like my cousin Paige, for example, she is uh, 14 and she only lived two years of her life without the iPhone existing. Oh, and crazy. to me, that that's is weird. just so bizarre. No, the one know? that threw me for a loop was um, last year, whenever they announced that all college freshmen were likely born in the year 2000 or later. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, stop. <laughs> yeah. That's, weird. that's another thing weird too. I, I, don't, I don't mean to make it gloomy, but then I also couldn't imagine like not remembering like 9-11, you know, because like that was such a yeah. huge defining moment for millennials. Yeah. And then being born past it, it's like um, what one of my coworkers is a veteran and they teach mm-hmm. a college strategies course and they said most of their students don't know, mm-hmm. like they know it, but they don't know like the gravity of that day because they weren't alive and like right. mm-hmm. and like it's just weird that like that's finally like our first historical well, event. Probably, that was like our first yeah that was just what I was going to say is right. that was like our first historical event because yeah. like that's probably how our parents felt because our, I think our parents were in like the uh, when was um, the space shuttle? My dad was talking about that. Yeah, the, yeah, the Challenger explosion. The Challenger, the yeah, mm-hmm. in the 80s. We that have, was like one of their big well, events. And right. I, I remember covering those types of topics in one of my psychology classes, and there's a term called flashbulb memories. That's what they're referred to as, and I, I'm probably one of the only people here that, um, or I know I'm probably one of the only people at the table for one to have experience with two flashbulb memories uh, in the Oklahoma City bombing and oh, right. um, the... Uh, Twin Towers, of course, because um, I, I think I was two years old when uh, the Oklahoma City bombing happened, which would have put both before your guys' time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was, a, I think I was like one for the, like, I don't remember it, but I, I was, I was very young too. So, yeah, but I, I do remember how big of a deal Timothy McVeigh's trial was whenever they sentenced him to death. And that was a, that was a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it, it, it is weird because. And then, like, like our parent, like dad talked about the uh, the Berlin Wall falling. And yeah, that's something that we didn't, but which was monumental. And so it's weird that we have that. And then I'd say probably the second one would be Obama's election because that was the first African American, mm-hmm. you know, president elected to um, be president. Not to sound redundant, but <laughs> anyway, back to Pokemon. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, now that we went down that here at the Stevia hole, Show, we like short, to do this. Yeah. Another short little aside. You were talking about your DS that you or your two DS that you yeah. got. I, uh, a few years ago, when they re-released uh, Red and Blue on the Virtual Console, I bought the uh, Anniversary Edition new 3DS that has the uh, either the interchangeable faceplates for the original art style for the games of Blue and Red. So, super nerd over here, but that's I rad. love it. What is a virtual, what? Virtual console where you can buy old games digitally. Oh yeah, it's, it's like that's fancy. what Nintendo calls yeah, it. Yeah, I think PlayStation has it where you can like go back and buy like the old Crash Bandicoots. I don't know. What oh they yeah, call yeah, it. yeah, for sure. But but Did you, you just say Crash Bandicoots. That's Crash how, Bandicoot. That's what he. That's how he called it. Did I add? Just just let it happen. I didn't add an S to it. Did I really? 
No, no, you, no you added it's that. Bandicoot. But you added Bandy. You always say Bandy, and I just... Crash Bandic- Bandicoot. That's, it's, no, it's, B-A- it's Bandicoot. It's B-A-N. You're playing them there, Crash Bandicoots. <laughs> I would like for you to go to Google and type in Google Translate Bandicoot and Are see how she says it. Are you playing over there that Pokemon? That Pokemon hey. Oh, actually, hey, Google. How do you pronounce Bandicoot? Okay. There you go. That's pronounced bandicoot. I think bandicoots are actually real animals. Yeah. Yeah, they are. I know wampa fruit are not real, but. And neither is acu acu. A wampus cat. Yeah, that's Have true. you guys heard of wampus cats? Yeah, but that's mm-hmm. but that's another word for a bobcat. I've never heard of a wampus cat until Sarah Tilly's family. Um, they that's like said, a, that's like a, that's, like a, that's like a deep wampus south cat. thing though. Yeah. That's not like an Oklahoma <laughs> like, thing. What that's, is a wampus cat? Right, because like you're like bandicoot. <laughs> like 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 that's like a regular southern thing. But like wampus cat. <laughs> yeah, wampus <laughs> yeah, cat. Watch I'm, out for them wampus yeah, cats. There, there's a there's a wampus cat over there. Uh, uh, Anyways, over. Joe, for years he said bandicoot, and I've just let it go. But now <laughs> you just ruined it. I'm sorry I put you on blast, okay. but I was really thrown by that one. He was like, what right. did you say? Well, and I was like, oh, no, here we go. I'm, I'm just going to walk out. It's happening. Then, <laughs> it's, it's happening. I love that name. Anyway, so... We uh, digress. But, but, uh, but we digress. So for people who are new to Pokemon, yeah, just sticking with what you know, I think that's a smart thing because I actually... Um, Whenever I was looking into stuff for Sword Shield, I was looking into like advanced stats, like mm-hmm. like IVs, EVs, and I was like, I don't really care about any of that because I'm not trying yeah. to be competitive, you know. But but then you have people like Daniel Basin, and I assume like you who are That's, like super into like the breeding elements and stuff like that. that going straight yes. into IVs, EV stuff is like going from the summit to the peak of a mountain it's just like that's gonna be a hard change there <laughs> yeah and 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 see that, that that's the thing is i don't think a lot of people realize how deep of a game pokemon is because yes. like at face value and that's what nintendo does so freaking well in game freak is they they, they make games accessible to everybody that they can pick up and play mm-hmm. it but then like with smash brothers they can make it so in-depth that it takes yeah. like years to master well and, and even with like breath of the wild that game is so fun on a certain i still level, haven't but you can play that game for hours and hours trying to find all the Koroks, find all the shrines. Mm-hmm. It's just there's oh, the so shrines. much and so many little like unique Easter eggs thrown throughout those games all since the original NES. It's just Nintendo loves their fan base and it's very apparent in their work. Which is great. Absolutely. Um, so um, another thing that's new for Pokemon um, is that this is the first Pokemon game that is not going to have a fixed camera, meaning that it's going to be more like a, I don't want to say Skyrim, but like a Skyrim RPG style oh, yeah. where you can like like move around in third person and stuff like that. So how big of a deal is it going to be for gameplay moving into that more console feel of a game? Um, I, I, honestly, for me, it's not, probably not going to matter a whole lot because I'm not a huge like person that usually uses those unfixed camera type modes but Mm. uh, i will say that i think it's going to be very unique in terms of people who do streams and let's plays so they can get better screen captures they can get all that kind of stuff they can uh check it look at things from a different perspective they might be able to hide things a little bit easier like in the past in pokemon games there were invisible items just playing on the ground right whereas now they might hide it from a certain perspective that you wouldn't oh, that's see smart. Okay. from a certain angle that you normally would see at a Pokemon game. But if you just pivoted the camera, you could be like, oh, there's a HM or a TM. There's not an HM anymore. So there's a TM behind there and that could be like 
really important, especially if you are into the competitive gameplay. You could find something that's really useful, like U turn or something, and like make that. it more like a make it more like a puzzle to find out rather than just yeah. like mashing A randomly mm-hmm. until <laughs> until you until find you the find item. until you run Man, into I'm, the I'm, invisible I'm, item. <laughs> I remember in Pokemon, uh, the first generation, you had like the metal detector, but yeah. you had to like the item finder. Yeah, right. But you had to like hit the button like every other time. Oh, yeah. Like, but then why not it was just... like move, hit the button, move, I hit remember, the button, move, hit the button. <laughs> yeah. I remember getting that and all my friends were like, how did you get that? How did you get I'm like, I talked to one of Professor Oak's uh, research aides and right. he gave it to me and they were like, well, how many? And I, I remember I didn't even like read all the text back then because it was eight. Right. <laughs> and uh, my friends, they I said, I got it from that one. They're like. It says they have to catch 50 Pokemon to get it. How'd you do that? I'm like, I don't know. I don't I know. I caught 50 Pokemon, okay? 50 Pokemon. I just walked up and talked to him, and I happened to have it at the same time, so. <laughs> wow, impressive. It's super easy for me. So what new mechanics are you looking forward to the most? Um, I think the, the uh, announcement that was made yesterday about the new training uh, updates and training life changes is probably the thing that I'm looking forward to the most because I have been interested in the competitive battling scene. I've never actually competed or anything like that or done any tournaments, but because the barrier for it is pretty significant because you have to know how to breed for perfect IVs, you have to have to breed for perfect natures, but now all those things are a little bit more customizable in in that you can use items to fix things so you don't have to sit there and hatch 400 chimchar. Did you do that? Yes. <gasps> Not 400. Oh, but. I was like, oh my God, that is hours and hours but and you hours have to, and hours of eggs. You have to like hatch them and you have to learn like the little tricks. Like if a Pokemon has the uh, hit or the special ability flame body, it has the distance that you have to walk with eggs for them to hatch. And so if you get two Pokemon next to it that have flame body, it'll actually quarter it, I think. I'm not sure about that one. Uh, so that will make things go faster. I remember back in X and Y, you could put a quarter underneath the joystick and it go into oh the center God. of Lumio City and it would just circle around for <laughs> That's you. That's genius. I know. You you learn these things from watching YouTubers. Um, but I, I was doing this so I could at least get Pokemon that I wanted with at least the right nature. Back then, I had such trouble getting Pokemon with perfect IVs so I could breed them for that, but I was at least trying to get the natures. But then Sun and Moon came out, made the uh, the EV and IV stuff a little bit easier, and I was starting to make more competitively viable Pokemon, and now that you can just kind of customize it all, it's pretty pretty great. That's rad. Pretty great, it he is. says. Um, I'm excited. Yes. So um, we, we all here have seen the leaks. Uh, so I, I, I want to call him Professor Joe, because it almost sounds like Professor Professor Oak. Joe. I love so that. It's not nice three. So three, Professor Joe. Professor Joe. Yeah, I'm actually, we're actually going to title the episode Pokemon with Professor Joe. Love that. So, Fair. Uh, uh, so all of us have seen the leaks, and being as vague as possible, are you impressed with the new Pokemon as a whole? Why or why not? Um, there are some Pokemon that I am super excited about, and then others I'm not necessarily disappointed with, but more confused because the the very nature of it being on an HD console for the first time mm-hmm. allows them so much more detail to make in the Pokemon models, especially the new ones, that a lot of the details that they're able to put in now weren't originally able to be co- conveyed with the old graphics, and because of that. They almost don't quite look like Pokemon to me at times, but they still look pretty cool. So I'm not going to complain too much. What about um, gameplay? 
What do you mean? Like, how do you feel? Not just Pokemon, but like the look of in movement of of your character. I like it. The uh, story, maybe you know. I, I'm very excited for the story. The story is one thing that I never try to spoil for myself because I love going through the story. Yeah. Uh, the thing that I usually like to do with Pokemon games more than competitive battling is replaying through it and trying to get different experiences out of it. I know I've done um, Nuzlocke runs. I've done Wonderlock runs, which is a variant of Nuzlocke. I've done single type runs where I played through the entire game with using only ground type Pokemon, and it just adds whole different levels of challenge to it just sure. by placing a certain set of rules on yourself that normally wouldn't be allowed. Right, because the Nuzlocke runs, um, I think you were the one to explain that to me. That's where if a if a Pokemon faints in battle, they're you they are considered they're, dead. They're, they're done. Yeah. They oh, you never po- you, Pokemon center them. You well, you either permanently box them, especially if they're like something that you want to trade to a version later, but if you're going the real hardcore way. Once it faints, you release it to the wild and never see it again. Yeah, so that's Dang, like yeah. So like you're the, hardcore. So like the Pokemon. I don't do that. No. Yeah. So oh like the Pokemon has all these like different like really cool like ways mm. to play the game. And again, I, I just think that speaks to the depth that Nintendo can make from it. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. another thing I, I do want to uh, say is that I am glad that they've redone the wild system mm-hmm. because I am pumped to not be spammed by Zubats every time I enter. <laughs> I hate that. I think there's going to still be a level of that because it seems like they're kind of combining the uh, the wild mechanics from Let's Go with the older style mechanics. It's going to be more like Let's Go in the wild area that they've called it, but in other areas, it still might be random encounter style. Gotcha. Mm. Um, okay. And then one more thing about, um, I guess, the leaks. So this one really doesn't pertain to uh, I could be wrong, so, uh, Sword Shield exclusively. Uh, but I, I have noticed that a lot of newer Pokemon just from previous generations, they've all had like humanoid vibes to them. Is there a reason why they're doing that? Because like, I think the allure of Pokemon to me is like they're monsters, like they're not supposed to look like people. You um, know, I, I get what you're saying, because there are a lot of Pokemon that immediately come to mind that do have that humanoid aspect to them. But I do think that there are a lot that still have that very animalistic vibe to them. Um, for example, the uh, the line from sun and moon uh the what is it called um dewpider line do you know what that is no it's no. it's no a idea. water skimmer spider um and it looks like a spider it doesn't look like a human so they they i think they did a little bit better about that with gen 7 than they did in gen um 5 or not 5 6 excuse me uh but you, you're right they are starting to lean a little bit more into that uh humanoid vibe especially with the starters i've noticed gotcha right on yeah that's all i had so do you want to do the next question yeah sure yeah so following up um so a lot of people on the internet uh refer to pokemon fans that aren't necessarily like happy with the game as gen oneer spelled w-u-n-n-e-r so what exactly is that uh gen oneers are uh what i refer to as the body of the toxic group of the fandom where they are the group that is very outspoken usually from what I understand, a very vocal minority almost of people who are very adamant that Pokemon has never been good since Gen 1. And they are... So these are the boycotters. Yes, these are the people who are boycotting it, getting very, very So they're, they're super fans of the 2D Gen 1. Not necessarily the 2D, <laughs> but they don't think that the Pokemon since Gen uh, 1 look or feel like Pokemon. They're not as good of designs that they've been running out since Gen 1. And I'm like... 
Have That's you seen, so not true. I'm I know. Sorry. Yeah, it's what? Like, it's gotten better Mr. and better. Yeah, have the, you seen Mr. Mime? Oh, and you remember Jinx? The, the original Jinx, like it was basically blackface. It was yes, blackface. blackface. Yeah, it was, it was yeah, terrible. Basically, it was. Yeah, it, it, it was. was. Yeah. It was. And luckily, they've gone back and changed Thankfully. it to uh, purple instead of black. Right. But yeah, it was. It was very bad at times. And Mr. Mime looks straight up like a, Jeez, Gen a child predator. Yeah, just he, he kind of does. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, he was scary. Those I fingers, remember being uh, scared. Oh yeah, and he has like the little dots on him. And then I, I also think scared. he was banging Ash's balding. mom. He's oh, balding for sure. It's like, and he's balding, and his hair sticking out like this. Also, like, Haunter was is very this a scary. Or is this oh, a in Gen One, yeah, Haunter is a cool. Uh, he Pokemon. was scary in Gen One. He was, and his Pokedex entries were terrifying. Like it said something about how it would jump at people, use the poison gas that composes its body to suffocate them and hold them down with claws. Yes! And then, like, and then, and then the, the creepiest one, I think, was Hypno. Hypno. Hypno was pretty dope. Well, he was gross. Well, but in one of the Pokedex entries, he said that he... He lures children He away. lures children to his cave. I'm like, that's that not rapey at all. Weird. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. there is no consent in that well, well, a lot of yeah. a lot of Gen 1 um, Pokedex entries are pretty creepy. Like, one of them, one of the original ones was that uh, a boy with a really high IQ just woke up one morning and he was an Abra just plain and simple yeah. it's like oh that's creepy Ugh. Ew! so the gen oneers are weirdos is what we're saying i mean i do like gen one i am very much a fan of gen one without it we wouldn't have the whole franchise it, no i think we're all fans of gen ones but these guys seem to be it, a little very, crazy it's a, it's a pretty toxic side of the community for sure <laughs> yeah and that's the, and that's the thing is like is like gen one like for sure like it, it's nostalgic like mm-hmm. it oh really of course is. i like, would go back and play gen one right and, and i, I think, love that I, I think it's like the thing is like that's what like a lot of people will get like nostalgia blindness like with, with anything and, yeah and, and they'll think oh just because this isn't the way i remember it it's automatically going to be bad the and worst i think that's what happened with the aladdin reboot um mm-hmm. not the lion king one because the lion king one was was trash trash, trash uh, yeah. on all ends trash 100 i loved this yeah but i loved the aladdin aladdin reboot. was great i yep. thought it was fantastic i was like oh well will smith didn't play genie right i'm like it's, Side it, note, like, like it's a fictional being. Yeah, like who cares? <laughs> who you know? cares? Like, and also, he did a great job. He, I think did. he did great. Yeah, and I think that everyone was just so thrown back by the first look of how he was as a genie, where his head was gigantic. Right. Oh, the, <laughs> the first couple posters they posted, they should have just not. Because I think the fans, because that's what I was. I was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, no, they didn't do that to Genie's head. Like, what's happening right now? And and I will say that. The Gen One, the Gen Oneer phenomenon is kind of a frustrating part of the Pokemon community because it's, at the end of the day, I'm like, I just want more Pokemon. I I want you to keep yeah, making stuff. We just want so more of it. The, yeah. But I think this is probably the most vocal that side of the community has been since Gen Five, and Gen Five had met a lot of controversy because um, I, I don't dislike Gen Five, but I do think they have some of the weaker designs because I think they were a little overzealous with the, what they were trying to do. And what happened in Gen 5 is the first games that came out, black and white, they released 151 new Pokemon straight up, the most we have ever gotten since Gen 1 itself. Mm-hmm. And what their goal with that was, before beating the Elite Four, all you had access to were the new 151 new Pokemon. So almost kind of like a soft reboot of the series. Right. Sure. And a lot of people met that with frustration because there were all these mons that were very, very clearly supposed to be like the new version of an older mon, and they were very frustrated by that. It was kind of like the meme where it's like, copy my homework, but make it look different. And right. They, just, they copy it. Right on. Uh, so, Joe, what is your favorite generation of Pokemon and why? Um. So... It, it used to be Gen 2. I spent so much time Mine with Gen, Gen 2. Sorry. It used to yeah. be. Um, but I will say that 
I, I fell off in about Gen 3. I still played that game, but I didn't. I wasn't as hooked, but I immediately got picked up again in Gen 4, and to this day, I love Gen 4. Diamond and Pearl are uh, my favorite games. Oh, those ones are good. I love them. I remember the, Diamond and Pearl. They yeah. do definitely still have issues, and I hope that when they do decide to do remakes, if they decide to do remakes, that they improve upon those things, because I remember going through that game, and the only... There's only, I think, like two or three Fire-type Pokemon lines in the entire region and it was the starter infernape right and ponyta it's like well if i want a fire type then i guess i'm screwed until after the <laughs> until after well, see, well, see, for me I, I didn't care about that because i seldom use fire types see uh, and right. i love fire types but uh the thing that was really confusing about that they were like okay here's the two fire types in this generation uh before you beat the elite four also one of the elite four members specializes in fire types and he has a steel type a flying type and a normal type it's like then why why did you do this <laughs> why do you hate us yeah, why, why do you hate us yeah i, I think my, my favorite generation is generation two because whenever i was a kid like this that sheer amount of content that were in mm -hmm. those games because whenever you beat the Johto Elite Four, you can go back to Kanto, play yeah. the whole Kanto game. So you basically bought two Pokemon mm -hmm. games. Yeah. I, I do yeah. think that uh, Gen 4 has some elements of Gen 2 in it. I think that those two are probably two of the more challenging games in the series, and they also have the best post-game uh, post content. So in yeah. Gen 2, it's you get to play through the entirety of Kanto and then eventually go and uh, try to fight Red, the original champion from the first games, at Mount uh, Silver. Right. And in Gen 4, after you beat the Elite Four, you actually get access to this whole new little island that has uh, more Pokemon on it. Oh, that yeah. has, uh, I forgot about the legendaries. I forgot about the island and yeah. the legendaries. Yeah. What was the Gen 2 game called? Uh, di di not Diamond, sorry. Gold, Silver, Crystal. Gold and Silver. I had Gold. Yeah, I had Silver. And yeah. I also yeah. think they were two of the more challenging games in the series because I remember playing through um, the first games and, of course when you're eight years old you you take advantage of every little hack and cheat this in the game so i missing no cheated my pokemon to have 100 levels on all the whole team and just wipe the if, you, if, if you had a game shark you were like the coolest person on the block well I, you I, didn't even need a game shark to hack those games oh but. yeah i remember that <laughs> yeah but yeah, another thing that dates us game sharks and like what's the other one action replays those mm -hmm. were like the games that, i never yeah. cheated so i don't know but uh i, I never had one my friends did but it was always no. cool like making like your characters like an on n64 oversized because like because what Game Sharks would do was literally hack the cartridge and mess with the files. It, it, it totally voided your warranty, but For it was sure. cool. <laughs> yeah. and, totally. But I, I do like the, the aspect that Gen 2 brought in because it was much more of an experience-starved uh, experience, just in general. Uh, because at the end of Generation 1, the champion of the Pokemon League, your rival... His Pokemon Ace was, I think, level 65 or 68 or something like that. Yeah. In Generation 2, the champion of the Pokemon League, which is was Lance at the time, who was originally the fourth member of the Elite Four in Generation 1, his Ace was only level 50, and you were lucky to even have a 42 by that point. Yeah. yeah. It was such an experience-starved region, and I think that brought a whole unique challenge, but at the same time, it also brought the unfortunate aspect of tedious grinding yeah it was grinding the frustration sucks. of getting there and you're like oh man i'm not ready mm -hmm. and then whenever you beat that beat kanto and then you go try to beat uh red and he sends out a level 81 pikachu and you're, you're like, like uh-oh yeah it's I the end 45 I'm, yeah <laughs> i'm literally battling ash <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um uh, oh i'm down here yeah with the change up in the gym structure how will that impact gameplay and the story 
Uh, so I think the the change up in the gym structure is going to be a lot less impactful than a lot of people are thinking because there was the announcement that uh, there are 16 gyms in the Gatlar region, but only the eight gyms in the major league because there's a major and a minor league in uh, the Gatlar region. You are only going to be facing the major league gyms in the trial. So there's still just going to be eight gyms, eight types that you deal with personally. It's just kind of a lore thing that they've set up in the background where every year the the major gyms could change out based off the team. So each each gym is represented by a team associated with the type, and if they do well enough in the preseason or whatever, they have a chance to beat the gym, one of the major gyms for trial goers at the time. That's almost like European soccer, because like, yeah. that, that's the and same that's way exactly the sports leagues over do. there work. Because like, like, if, if we did it here, like for example, let's say the worst team in the NFL... Um, the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, I about to say the Dolphins. If they got last place, they would go down a league if there was like a B league in football. And so yeah. and, and there's no Super Bowl. Like if you get first place in the regular season, you win. Mm-hmm. Which is how that works in Europe, and that's what they're doing with the gyms. And, and so. they, they have announced officially that there are gonna be some gyms uh that are gonna be exclusive to the different two games. So in sword version, there's going to be the fighting type gym. In shield version, there's going to be the ghost type gym, and they're gonna be counterparts. There's gonna be more than just those two that are version exclusive, but those are the only ones that have been officially announced. Cool. I'm looking cool. forward to it. Love that. And I am excited about that. It does remind me a little bit of what they did in Sun and Moon, where uh, the first trial, it was still normal type, but in Sun version, you fought a um, a gigantic, uh, what is it called? Um, the the It looks like Donald Trump. I forget the name oh, of the Pokemon. Uh, slacking? No, no. Oh. Uh, Gumshoes. Gumshoes, okay. Gum That's what his shoes. name is, because he's supposed to sounds, look like a detective, all right. but he looks like Donald Trump. Huh. Um, and... He, in the equivalent version, uh, Moon version, you don't fight the Gumshoes, you fight a giant Alolan Radicate. So you will never battle all 16 gems? No, unfortunately not, unless they make another version of the game that allows you to. Pokemon body armor. That's so why have 16 gems? Uh, because there's 16 different types, or there's 18 types. I think there's eight. they said there's going to be 18 gems, but... It's just a story thing. It's, it's just a like saying like like it'll open. So it up throughout for the, the story, you could get an. But if I played again, I could get a different gym. No, uh, it's just a it's just a purely lore perspective type of thing. Yeah, it's just basically they're they're just establishing it's world building that it could happen. Oh, so they're yeah. saying so like basically when it does happen, they'll say oh well we explained it back in Sword and Shield. Yeah, whenever people complain about it, it almost seems like yeah. they're setting up for a sequel like they did with Sun and Moon and then uh, Black and White where they did Black and White Two and it took place three years after the original. So game. when I start this game, I know that there's 16 gems, but I know that I'm only going to be able to play eight gems. Yes, and I yeah. think there's 18 gems because there's 18 oh, types. 18 gems. But regardless, you're only going to. But play I half only of get them. to play eight until mm-hmm. I beat the game, and then maybe I get to play some more. Uh, maybe, but probably unlikely. As in, you'll have to buy the next version. Is what is what is what they're setting up. As Probably. in, fine. Yeah, yeah it's a little. I just wanted to explain that for everyone because I was confused. So uh, I just it, felt it, like they were going to be confused too. Yeah, it's it's a little disappointing that that's what it is. But I do like the whole world building they're trying to do with this region because they are trying to make Pokemon uh, battling more of a sports spectacle, uh, like it like soccer is in the UK. So I, I like that they're trying to take that aspect of the United Kingdom's culture. It gives me plug it, in. it gives me Pokemon Stadium vibes, and yes. I love those games. Side mm-hmm. note: Are there any elements of the game that you're not looking forward to? Oof, that's um, a heavy question, Stephen. That is a heavy question. Honestly, uh, I mean, I know it's going to have place in, in certain Pokemon, especially like the EV line. I, I'm not looking forward to the Pokemon camping. I, I think that's just kind of a, a mini game that's been made to match the old versions of the Pokemon. Um, 
Pokepelago in Sun and Moon, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, and then the Pokemon Ami in X and Y. So you use those to try to uh, increase the Pokemon's affection, different from the friendship level, which is another mechanic. Um, and some Pokemon, very few, actually use that mechanic to help evolve. Eevee is one of them. If you max its affection in that in that form in Pokemon Ami or Pokepelago or whatever it was called, Pokemon Refresh, I think, at one point, um, if you max its affection towards you using that little like interface that they have, you'll get Eevee to evolve into Sylveon. And that's kind of how those games use that mechanic to justify a new evolution. Um, and I think it's going to kind of be similar there. I think the curry system is going to be a lot like how the old Pokeblock and Pokepuff... I, I hated the Pokeblock yeah. poke thing. I mean, I don't think they're bringing back contests by any means, but I think it's going to be a very similar mechanic in that you use them to make... Um, or increase friendship levels or increase um, happiness and stuff like that. Right on. Cool. All right. And then the last question that we have is, do you think that the Nintendo Switch has made it to where Game Freak can finally re- uh, visualize or actually realize uh, what um, their vision of Pokemon has been this whole entire time? Um, I hope so. I-, I know that they've had the capabilities of making a console game for a while now, but they've chosen not to. Uh, Which this- can we just pause? That would be the greatest thing. Mm-hmm. I would love Pokemon and PS4, but but, but I think the whole, no, 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 no. But that I would think, be so cool. I think why they haven't is because Pokemon, I think, literally translates to pocket monsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. But, but they, they, they it would be cool because we've we've evolution. You know, we've evolved. we've evolved. We've evolved. Yeah. We- <laughs> have evolved technology and affection and water stones. So they were pocket monsters at first when we didn't have like Mm -hmm. the cool technologies, but now we've got, but I also think that the portable thing was, so it was easier to play with your friends. You could take it with you to go to someone's house and you could trade and battle and do that kind of stuff. But now with Wi-Fi, we can do that from home on the couch, but that's on my PS4. I can be with my headphones and be like, Steven, let's go battle Pokemon. What what I'm really excited for Life. with this move to the Nintendo Switch and being an, the, the first console that Pokemon's been on with HD graphics is um, I remember when X and Y came out, it was one of the first games that came out that really used some of 3DS's capabilities. But then when Sun and Moon and then Ultra Sun and Moon came out, they really just maxed out that system and they used every resource they had available to use the best of it ability and to the point where if you're playing it on uh, one of the original 3ds's and not one of the marketed new 3ds's the games actually run slower on the older models Mm. and i think that they're going to try to continually push the limits of the hardware that they're on and i really think that this one is just kind of not necessarily a test run it is a full and legitimate generation but i think with the next one they're going to uh, try to start pushing the limits of the nintendo switch a little bit more and i am really excited about that i'm pumped i'm pumped too um so what we're going to be doing in the th- um the next few episodes uh just for a little heads up we, uh episode 53 is going to be a regular uh episode where we're going to be doing like news all that fun stuff and then we're going to be bring joe back on episode 54 so we can complete the circle and do a full yes full-fledged pokemon and hopefully we'll all be uh, hopefully we'll all be done I probably won't be done playing it by that point because I'm super slow with games, but I won't care about the Pokemon story being spoiled okay. because, because I'll get to the point where I know what's going to happen. Good always triumphs over evil, you know? You don't know. They could plot twist us. <laughs> Jesse and James finally get it, you know? Yeah. Are they going to be in this? No. Uh, doubtful. Uh, I, I was just being... They're like, you know, our age now. I was now. just being a gym <laughs> Okay, and then really quick, who was everybody's all-time favorite Pokemon? Uh, for me, it would Ooh. be 
the Infernape line, specifically Infernape. I, I love it Infernape's because... super cool. I love it because they made him to be based off of the mythological character from the book Journey to the West, Sun Wukong, and that's what his inspiration is. I, I've loved that character since I was a kid because I used to read books that featured the same character, but not Journey to the West itself. That's right. Yeah, the, the Infernape... The Infernape um, Infernape uh, line is okay. really good. <laughs> Don't yeah. say it again. I, I, I'm just not doing good on pronunciation today. It's been it's, it's been a week, I, I guess. Uh, everybody knows my favorite Pokemon is Alakazam. Alakazam. Yep, is my all time favorite. Uh, lots of close seconds, but he's my favorite. That's a good one. Yeah, who's your favorite, Lydia? I don't know. I I like them all. Okay, I, that's a lie. I don't I like all of them. When we did our little like favorite Pokemon by type thing, you had a lot of evolution. Yes. No, you had just a lot of Gen 1 on there. Yes, Gen it was, 1. It was our other coworker who had a lot of evolutions on um, but still. Eevee was probably one of my faves, but um, Poliwag. Poliwag. Poliwag is, is the cutest little thing. Yes. I have a shiny then, one in, in Pokemon Go, and I cannot wait to turn it into a Politoed. Yes, and his... His and then he turns into the big guy, like the, 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 the and it's just like, yeah, Poliwag, you did it, bro. Like, yeah. uh, so he's shiny, probably like one of my fave. I always, uh, one of the YouTubers I follow, he if he gets a shiny Poliwrath for something, he always names it Shrek <laughs> because it's like the same okay, shade. Yes, of green. Yeah, it is the same. It is the same. I shade love of green. that. Yeah. So yeah, those then, two. Yeah, th- th- those are really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna throw a, a curveball. I have a soft a soft spot for Dunsparce. I have no idea why. I, it, I is a understand. Useless Pokemon. I don't know who that is. Which is why he it's, should exactly. evolve. Yeah. yeah. Psyduck is he close oh, to Psyduck? Psyduck is cute. Psyduck's uh, so well, cute. Well, Psyduck is a lot better because it actually has an evolution that makes it legitimate. Oh, Golduck. Is <laughs> well, yeah, Golduck. Yeah. Dunsparce. Oh is wait, Magikarp. Magikarp. Yeah. <laughs> but Magikarp evolves into Gyarados. Right, but get- Magikarp by. Him or herself is waste useless. The Splash. Thing, the thing about Dunsparce is it does not Splash. have an evolution at all. It's just this pointless. is Dunsparce, and it's like literally oh, one of the worst gosh. Pokemons in the game. He's I just mean, a little guy. And then the the Gen Four, although it has a little bit more use than Dunsparce, uh, Stunfist. Oh yeah, Stunfist. Yeah, and then there was the uh, the love love disc, which didn't get an evolution. Either. Even though it should have. In Gen Four, they released Alomomolo, which was another Heartfish that was just bigger. And they're like, come on, just make it an evolution. Yeah. Yeah. Boo. Exactly. Um, and then I think probably there's so many cool Pokemon. There's um, a lot of cool ones. But I, I also, am a Gen 1 kind of girl, though. That's fine. There's I mean, nothing it, wrong with it's, that. It's nostalgic. It I is. Know. Yeah. That's cool. You, it's it's you, cool. You speak your truth, Lydia. I'm speaking it. You speak it. All right, right now. I must be heard. You must be heard, which is why we have this podcast mm-hmm. for all three of you that listen. So, and they're all in this room. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, truthfully, I don't ever really listen. Oh, uh, I do just because, like, I since I do the audio, I'm like, I have to see what I I'm like. Wrong. Listen for the first five seconds, and then I'm like, okay, it worked. <laughs> I, I usually <laughs> listen, but I don't know if I'll be able to stand hearing my own voice. So um, that's the weirdest. That's thing. why I don't listen. Yeah, I, I, I just get past it. And, oh, one more thing about uh, it, it is cool that the three of us we're each getting um, the different. Uh, we're each getting different starters. starters, so we're we're gonna have the full trio. It's gonna mm-hmm. be great because yeah, you're going score bunny. You're on team Grookey, and then I'm on team Sobble, the saddest. I am pumped. Saddest. And Joe oh, actually boy. wore his uh, Grookey. Yeah, I did hoodie. notice that earlier. And he said it was very soft. It oh, looks it's very so comfy. Comfy. It, it was. It's definitely worth the money. It's a little bit more expensive of a hoodie, but I would still recommend it. You can get one that's for score bunny or Sobble too. Okay, cool. Mm. I hope the Sobble one has like tears on it. Because then I would. For sure I don't roll. know. I roll. I'll get a. I'll get a crying patch then. So. I just like that it looks like a varsity jacket. It almost, yeah, I want to say it looks it almost looks like a, a Harry Potter house crest. <laughs> Slytherin. Well, I think they made it to look like a varsity jacket to kind of play off the whole uh, soccer theme. Oh, like yeah, UK yeah, 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 thing. yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. 
That's rad. Well, Joe, thank you so much for being on. Uh, anything uh, else, Joe? Anything else you want to say? Anything um, you want to add that we didn't talk about today? Um, well, if if anyone in the Discord wants to ask me about uh, the Nuzlocke runs and kind of the rules for those, I'd be happy to explain them. I like to do uh, a variation called Wonderlock Run. Again, just ask me. Um, but I, I like to play through... I usually get both versions in a generation because I play through the... Uh, my primary version, I don't mess with that one after I beat it, other than raising new Pokemon and making my competitive team in it. But then in the second version, for me in this case, it'll be uh, Sword version. I'll probably play through that version five or six times uh, total, um, maybe even more. But I want to play through it twice just to play through each starter and try each starter out. But then I'll probably be doing those Nuzlocke type runs with Sword version. So. Right cool. On. I really Love wish that. that uh, or not, uh, we don't know yet. I hope that we get the logistics where we could do a Stevia Pokemon tournament. Uh, and then. <laughs> would that then, be the coolest because, thing? Because then, check it out. It would be him versus Daniel Basin again. And it's going to be I a don't very know. close match. <laughs> I, think I, would, I think I would be up there. Okay. That's yeah. fine. I mean, why do you got to. Why the, you. Why the thing you, about Pokemon. Is it because I'm a girl? No, it's not because you're a girl. Is it because I'm a girl, Steven? No, you not. just automatically think that Joe I, and Daniel I, are going to make it? I have had my Jimmy's rustled so much. I'm today just saying that, that you. Mom and dad are fighting again. <laughs> I'm just saying that, that you I always do this. Unfazed. You're I don't always, always like. Do this. You're like, oh, the boys are going to win. Uh, oh. The thing that I think. Hey, the new Call of Duty came out. I'll kick your ass. Oh, of course you will. I'm terrible at shooting games. I'll admit it. That's my one ass. Oh, that's my second one. The thing that's different about. You have two asses? I get two asses. Did the thing that's going to be different about a competitive Pokemon tournament is it's going to be a lot easier to buy in because although it is very complicated, you don't have to be crazy good at button combinations. You just have to know the mechanics of the game. And because it's, when it boils down to it, it's still just selecting a move and clicking it. It's just being able to take in all the information that's presented and right. knowing how to use the IV EV mechanics. Well, because that was like whenever I was a kid, I never understood like the stat boost moves. I'm just like, mm -hmm. just, just attack, 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 I know. attack, attack. But you know? I, yeah. I remember uh, I showed Steven um, Pokemon Showdown, which is an I online battle. I have not won against him. <laughs> an online so battle that's simulation. why I'm saying before we did the whole sexism thing. What the we heck? Did, we did like seven why, games Why has nobody invited I, me to Pokemon Showdown? To be fair, Joe's the one who showed me. So it's I'm, true. I, I'm, I'm leaving the conversation. Right. Sexist. I, I will. I'm out here with a bunch I of mean, sexist men and I'm over it. Tomorrow at work? <laughs> yeah, it's Friday. Let's do it. <laughs> cool. Uh, um, and it, Is it a three-person game? Can we well, all play? No, it's, it's, it's... If I can spectate, I'll spectate. Yeah, you can totally spectate. Oh my gosh, totally I love spectate. this. Okay, cool. <laughs> I remember we played like seven games in a row and I stomped you every time. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I'm not, I'm not very What is this called? Pokemon Showdown? Showdown. It's an mm -hmm. online uh, website battle simulation. Well, it's like that Crunker game. You're better than me at that. Which I can game? show you the... The Crunker game. The, 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 the browser one that's like Call of Duty. What's Cronker? We we played it for like two hours. Oh, that is that what that's called? Yes. Oh, okay. That's literally the website. <laughs> I didn't know it was Cronker. I, I can show you what it is like right after this too. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, yes. So we will catch you all on episode fifty three of the Stevia Show, where we'll be talking about all the fun things. Uh, but for now, keep on being the very best, like no one ever was. Oh, good one, thank Steven. You. This is Steven. This is Joe. And this is Lydia. And we will see you all later. All right. Bye. bye.